0: It takes meekness to receive God's word. Because sometimes when that word comes, it dazes our natural educational earthly wisdom. So, partnership is ministry. Partnership is calling. Partnership is God's divine purpose. What is the place of your career in advancing the kingdom? What is your family doing to advance the kingdom? You can ask yourself. That determines the choice of your marriage. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory, 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 glory. If you're happy to be in God's presence, come on, rejoice and give Him praise. Oh, that's not enough. Can you rejoice and give Him praise? Glory, 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 glory. Wow, it's good to see you. This is a pre-Hell's um, um, message, and then I want to title it, Partnering with the Almighty. It's a partnership meeting. You see the testimonies that we have? of people who God has blessed, I myself, I, it's wow me, how do I put it now, or I say wow when I hear certain testimonies, all right, when I hear certain testimonies, um, you know, God blessed somebody so much that he came to give me, he said, pastor sign, and I started, ah, he said, look for ref, ref um, is it a free they call it, do you understand, and I look at it, that's, you know what came to my spirit? At least you have given me a, you, give, you give me enough. Very soon you will even build your house and give me a key. Praise God. Amen. That's the way it is. Can you say amen? amen. Good. And that's the way it is. Our have houses that I don't know where they have even built. That's the way it is. Because any minister of God that you see that is so blessed, materially, financially, in every area... You will know that God has lifted his people. Are you getting what I'm saying? Uh, so that is it. Don't, don't, don't be offended at some ministers who are so blessed. Because we are going to go there. And we are going to go beyond there. Praise God. Amen. And it's you God we use. Amen. Oh, you are not agreeing with me? Amen. I said it's you God we use. Amen. Look at your neighbor say God is, you. God is using you. Talk to another neighbor say God is using you. Glory to God. Amen. All right. Now, let's turn our Bible to the book of Galatians chapter 6. I have some things to share with you that are very, very important. Galatians chapter 6. I want to start from verse 1. Partnership is God-vision driven. It's being God-vision driven. boarding, bearing and sharing with God. Together with God's people. And I keep, you, I keep on giving you... Uh, um, Different definitions, as God inspires my spirit to share with you. Partnership is being God vision-driven, boarding, bearing, and sharing with God, together with God's people. So, it's God's vision, is God's purpose, and you can't do it just with God all alone by yourself. You've got to do it with God's people. Praise the Lord. I said praise the Lord. That is why the Bible says that if you are conscious of partnership with God now, look at this scripture. Look at what this scripture says. Let's read it together if you can see it. One, two, three, go. Brethren, if a man... No, it's not loud enough. Let's start again. One, two, three, go. Brethren, if a man is overtaken in any trespass... You who are spiritual, restore such a one in a spirit of gentleness, considering yourself lest you also be tempted. Can you give us amplified version? Amplified version. Now you see this is clear enough that be in partnership with me. God is saying be in partnership with me. Now don't stone somebody who fell by the wayside. If my blood has redeemed one of you, all of you, and you see a brother who has deviated or was gone into a wrong thing or who has passed leaded because you are spiritual you have a spiritual understanding pray for the person so that the person can be restored don't discuss about the person don't turn it into a gist it's a pray it's a partner with me to restore the person it's simple look at what Amplified says brethren if any person is overtaken in misconduct or sin of any sort any sort You who are spiritual, who are responsive to and controlled by the Spirit. That's spirituality. So that person has not been responsive to the Spirit. So whoever goes astray has been, you know, has not been yielding to the instructions of the Spirit. He said, you are spiritual because you are responsive to the Spirit. You are controlled by the Spirit. Look at it, he said, because you are spiritual, to set him right. And restore and restate him without any sense of superiority. Can you see that? So there is no only than and thou in the scripture. He said, and with all gentleness, you do it in the spirit of meekness. Keeping an attentive eye on yourself too. You see? He said, lest you should be tempted also. He said, whatever happens to one can happen to any. I know you are very, but whatever happens to one can happen to all. No. He said, whatever happens to one can happen to any. And you, you could be the any. You see that? Nezvah. Look at what Nezvah says. I'm going somewhere. He said, be Let's read this together. Everybody, one, two, three, go. Be Endure. Carry. One another's bodies. And troublesome, moral fault. Now, let's read it again. I want you to read it louder. Look at your neighbor. Say, I'm alive. I'm alive. Say louder. Say, I'm alive. I'm alive. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Are you alive? Yes, sir. Are you sure? Yes, sir. Come on, rejoice and give him prayer. Now, I, I want us to read it. I want us to read it. Now, with a spirit of aliveness. <laughs> Let's read it. One, two, three, go. There and you're carrying one another's burdens and troublesome moral forth. and in this way fulfill and observe perfectly the law of Christ, the Messiah, and complete what is lacking in your obedience. Can you see? He said, Your brother's inadequacy is your responsibility. He said, When you are responsible like that, you seek for one another. You follow up on one another. You love one another. You pray for one another. You are in partnership with me. That body you are carrying to intercede for that sister has made you to be in partnership with me. You see. Next verse, verse 3. I'm going somewhere with this. Look what I said. For if any person thinks himself to be somebody, it's too important to condescend to shoulder another's load. Can you see? You are thinking that you are too important. So can you use the Bible? You are too important to con- to condescend, to shoulder another, another's load, when he is nobody. Can you imagine? He is nobody that thinks he is too important. He is nobody. Bible is not saying you shouldn't think that you are important. What he wrote here is that you are too what? important. Do you remember, Bible says, don't think too highly of yourself. He's not saying you shouldn't think highly of yourself because you should think highly of yourself. He says, if anybody thinks it's too important, to condescend, to shoulder another's responsibility, another's load. Can you see? So when you are giving a number to follow up on somebody and you are not doing it, you are thinking you are too important. And Bible says that when you think that way, you are nobody. You are nobody. Without you being given the responsibility of following up on someone or reach out to someone or, I mean, I mean, reach out to souls, another, without being told, somebody who is spiritual should be conscious of that kind of responsibility. Hmm. Look at what it says a condescension to shoulder another's load or prayer and intercede for other people when he is nobody. Of superiority, I mean, when people are not doing, when you are not interceding, you are not walking in love, you are not forgiving, you are not praying, you are not doing those kind of things you are supposed to do, then you will be gossiping. It's either you are gossiping, complaining, murmuring, jesting, mocking people, or you are doing the responsibility of the kingdom of heaven. Are you getting what I'm saying? And you are not in partnership when you are gossiping, you are murmuring, you are complaining, you are backbiting, you are slandering, you are not in partnership with God. Look at it, Say when he is nobody of superiority, except he is in his own estimation. He deceives and deludes and cheats himself. So many people have been cheating themselves. You see, you, you, you think you're very important. You, without me in this particular department, nothing can work. You see, you deceiving yourself. You deceiving yourself. In the kingdom, there is nobody that is not dispensable. There is nobody that is not dispensable. As powerful as Peter was, he's not alive now. As powerful as Paul was, he's not alive now. Is this the body of Christ? Yes, God made, Jesus made that example to us. He himself died and then resurrected and he went to heaven. Committed supernatural divine, special assignment, kingdom responsibility to mortars. Committed. Divine assignments to human beings that are filled with the Holy Ghost. Even as at the time he was committing, he was still telling Peter, do you love me more than this? This is partnership. You already, you, with all the miracles you saw, I even resurrected, I died just within three days, you have gone to, back to fishing. You are not even mourning my death. You have gone back. You denied three times. You cried. Ooh, did I cry? Ooh, you cried. Even with all your cry, you still went back to fish. Jesus did all that and committed so great assignments to human beings. How how God can trust us with every assignment? You can see. So precious. And God told them, he said, guys, you will feed people. You will bless people. Holy Spirit will come into your life. Everything will change. Praise the Lord. We know Jesus had big gatherings. But if Peter spoke and 3,000 gave them their lives to Christ, you can imagine how many were in that, in, that, in that gathering. The first message. Look at the next verse. Don't deceive yourself. Look at your neighbor. Say, don't deceive yourself. Say, boldly, don't be afraid of your neighbor. This is part of the help and partnership with God. You are, you are echoing the voice of God. Look at yourself. Don't deceive yourself. Say, don't cheat yourself. Don't think you are too important. Say, you are important. Because if, you, if some people you tell some people, you tell people that don't think they are too important, if you tell them to complete the statement, they will say you are not important at all. No, 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 you are important. Someone say I am important. I'm important. Yes, God has saved you so that you can be important. But let every person carefully scrutinize and examine and test his own conduct. Test your conduct and his own work. He can then have the personal satisfaction and joy of doing something commendable in itself alone without resorting to boastful comparison with his neighbor. So that means God is saying, test your conduct, face your work, bear your own burden as well. Don't be busy bodies. Like me, I don't know what's going on in anybody else's ministry. I don't know. Because it's not my business. Bible says, know the state of your own flock. Praise God. I say praise God. Next verse. It says, For every person we have to bear, be equal to understanding and calmly receive his own little load of oppressive force. And there will be you will take some responsibility, a mayor of responsibility. Test your conduct. But I'm going somewhere. Go to verse 6. He said, let him who receives instruction in the word of God. Listen to this. Share all good things. How many good things? All good things. Look at it. With his teacher. Contributing to his what? Let's read this, please. Loud and clear. One, two, three, go. you understand what you just read? If you understand, can you say amen? Amen. It's clear, right? In case you don't know your teacher, I am your teacher. Glory to God. (laughs) Even if today is your first time, amen? amen? If today is your first time, rather. Let's go to the next verse. Let's read it together. One, two, three, go loud and clear. Yes? Do not be deceived and deluded and misled. God will not allow himself to be snared at, scorned, disdained, or mocked by mere pretensions or professions, or by his precepts being set aside. He inevitably deludes himself who attempts to delude God. For whatever a man sows, that and that only is what he will. Is in line with the previous verse. It's in line with the previous verse. The teachers should not be looking for ways to support themselves. The people they teach to support them. That's partnership. I hope that is clear. And he says that don't, you, you are not doing it you think God is mocked. You think you are deluding God. <laughs> this is Bible. <laughs> Some of you have never seen this before in this Bible. This is Bible. You can check your own Bible too. Is there? Praise the Lord. <laughs> uh, next verse. Yes, let's read it again. One, two, three. Go. For he who sows to his own flesh, lower nature, sexuality, will, from the flesh, reap decay and ruin and destruction. But he who sows to the Spirit, we from the Spirit reap eternal life. Now, some people say, well, we have eternal life. We already have eternal life. We are not going to sow to reap eternal life. The Bible says here, you give to reap eternal life. What does it mean by this? There are rewards that are located to those who are partners in eternity. That you make heaven does not mean you you, you you will be at certain levels in heaven. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Uh-huh. Everyone, there are different allocations in heaven. There are different allocations in heaven. We'll come back to this scripture, but let me show you something. The book of John, I want to believe it's John chapter 12. John chapter, is it John chapter 12? Or John chapter 8. Let's read from verse 1. There are two kinds of people that have a special place with God in heaven. And I, I don't have time to go into that detail now. People who are friends of God. Those who grow to a level where when God wants to do anything on earth he will contact them. That's friends. I will show you in the scripture. Abraham was like that. You are not just a child of God. You are not just a son of God. You are not just a minister of God. You are a friend of God. And this has nothing to do with whether you are a five foot person or so. You You can be a farmer and be a friend of God. Are you getting what I'm saying? And God consults you and says there's going to be famine in Africa in the next five years. I want you to start preparing for it. They have a special place in heaven. They have a special place in the heart of God. Friends of God. Has nothing to do with five-fold ministry. Pastors must strive to be friends with God. Are you getting what I'm saying? Not just servants of God. Friends. The number two. Hard people. Who are partners with God? Friends. Partners. Now when I say partners, this is what I mean. I'm not just talking about people who profess it. You know we read it re- just now. That it's not just in profession. Bible says, let's not, let not just love in word. But in what? Indeed. If you are still here, can you shout hallelujah? hallelujah. So you cannot promise... You cannot claim to love a person without an expression of that love. How? Hide that by gift? Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes, if it's in marriage, there are different love languages, attention. Are you getting what I'm saying? Like that. You know the rest. But Jesus went through the month of all leaves, are you sure this is it? Now, early in the morning, go to verse 3. Go to verse 3, let me see that. Adultery Let me check my scripture. Yes, next verse. A woman caught in adultery. No, 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 no. We are caught in generosity. Glory to God. <laughs> Luke chapter 8 verse verse 3. Let's check Luke chapter 8 verse 3. Yes, let's read from verse 1. Here's where we're going. Now it came to pass afterward that when he went through every city and village preaching. How many city and village? Every city and village preaching. And bringing the glad tidings of the kingdom of God. And the twelve were with him. Partners are those who support The cause of the kingdom. They support the cause of the kingdom. Hmm. We'll come back to this. Go to Psalm, Psalm 68. Psalm 68, I want to believe verse 11. Verse 11. Look at what it says in Psalm 68. The Lord gave a word. Let's read it together. Everybody loud and clear. The Lord. That's not loud enough. One, two, three, go. The Lord gave a word. Great was the company. So how did God describe the company? Our company is great. God has given us a word. And what we are supposed to do with it is to do what? To proclaim it. We are proclaimers. Bible says we are great. So Jesus was going about preaching and proclaiming the gospel. Look at what he said. He was proclaiming the gospel. And Bible says, bringing the glad tidings of the kingdom of God. And the twelve were with him. Next verse. So the twelve were partners. And look at it. And certain women... Who had been healed of evil spirits and infirmities. Mary called Magdalene, out of whom had come seven demons. I mean, we don't even count now. There's many demons, just leave people. We don't bother to, to count. And Joanna, the wife of Chusa, Herod's servants. Those are powerful people. And Susanna, and many others who provided for him from their world. Can you see that? Everyone is deliberate. When everyone mentions the names of partners, it's deliberate. They provided for him. They provided for him. Now, when Bible uses the word they provided for him, whatever you do as a responsibility to the church is the ministry that God has committed into our hands. It's also part of the provision. So they are partners. Go back to Galatians, let's 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 finish the book of Galatians. The song came to my spirit. I don't know whether you know it. I'm running a race to meet I read Do you know this song? Yes, we are running You know this song? Yes, hey. Heavenly Ra meet a reading. Amen. Let him who receives instructions in the world, Okay, I thought we have read this. Go to the next verse. Verse 7. Do not be deceived. We have read this. Verse 8. For he who sows to his own flesh lower nature sensuality. For he who sows to his own flesh lower nature sensuality. From the flesh reap decay and ruin and destruction. But he who sows to the spirit will from the spirit reap eternal life. Yes, next verse. Verse 9. And let us not lose heart and grow weary and faith in acting nobly. Let's take note of this false statement. So what it means is that those who sow, a time will come, the ones who lose heart. That's why the Bible says in the book of Psalm, he said, when he said, Would either bear seeds, going and sowing and weeping. That's what it says. Psalm one twenty six. Can you give us Psalm one twenty six verse five? Look at it! Can you see it? Can you do it from verse 4? Verse Bring back a cap, okay, verse 6, verse 5 now. It said, those who sow in tears shall reap in joy. Why do they have to sow in tears? Because it's sacrificial. He could even want to make them to become so wearied. They could have other things that they should give their time to, or give their finances to, or give their resources to, but they chose to sacrificially give it to the cause of the kingdom. Because the kingdom is first. So this is in tears. They do it tearing up. David said, I will not give God what cost me what? Nothing. So it cost him. It cost him. (laughs) It cost him. That's what he says. Look at this verse this verse He said he who continually goes forth if you are still here can you say amen amen he who continually goes forth weeping can we read it together everybody loud and clear let's read loud and clear everybody so, often, and up, so, often, because, really. so can you see when he says he continually sowing weeping, he's not yeah, uh, here. He, he, no, it's because he cost you something. It's a sacrifice. Each time you sow, it's like you shed the blood. You can imagine. Jesus Christ says, "Accept a cone of wheat or grain, forced to the ground. It abides alone." And he used that to describe his death. his death was painful. While he was so, he was sacrificed. He was sold himself. He sacrificed. So he wants us to live that kind of life too, that we live a sacrificial life for the cause of the kingdom. You know, most of the time believers don't like to hear some of these things. You know, you, Lord, let his, let this cup pass over. I mean, he ain't going to pass over you. You are going to drink of the cup. Amen. See, I received the drink. I oh, know. Say it louder. Yeah, you can't reject really a drink. You have to drink it. The kingdom must cost you something. So look at it. Now, He says, And let us not lose heart and grow weary. Because the Bible says that when you are coming back harvesting, you will be doing that with joy. So look at it. Let us not grow weary and faint in acting nobly and doing right. He said, this is the right doing. This is the right doing. Look at it. He said, for in due time. Someone said say, in due time. Some of you have been doing it. Your due time has come. Amen. Why is your amen low? Is it that you have not been doing it? I said, some of you have been doing it. Your due time has come in Jesus' name. Amen. <laughs> Shout, due time. due time. Say louder. Say, due time. due time. So, God has appointed a level. He has appointed a time for harvest to begin to flow. When harvest begins to flow, you can't stop it. Are you getting what I'm saying? You can't stop it. And let us not lose her and grow weary, nobly doing right. For in due time and at appointed season, we shall reap if we do not lose in and relax our courage and faint. Can you see that? Look at your neighbour. Say, I'm not going to lose her. Say, I am not fainting. Say, I will not relax. I will not faint. Say, I I will continue to do good. I will continue to sow. I will continue to partner. Say, my season is coming. Say, my due time is coming. My season of harvest is coming. In fact, say, my season of harvest has come. Glory to God. Are you still here? Oh yes, um, My preaching is a lot of job. It's just I enjoy doing it. Amen. And 2023, I want to start enjoy sharing it. <laughs> uh, you are saved to save others by burning for God passionately. Now, listen to these instructions. They are very important. When I meditate and I write a message, God gives me certain words that I write down. Because they they must not escape my message. You are saved to save others by burning for God passionately. So that means you must be driven. You must be passionate about the kingdom of God. About the things of the kingdom of God. Look at it. Executing God's kingdom agenda by giving sacrificially to his cause executing God's kingdom agenda by giving sacrificially to his cause. Now look at it. You are full of him for him to be glorified on the earth. Say after me. Say, I am full of him. him. For him. him. Say it again. Say, I am full of God. For God. To be glorified on the earth. You are empowered to seek God. Now listen to this. And do his will only on the earth. Now listen to this. His will is to reap the harvest of the world with him. Now, this is important. Whether you are a career man or woman. Or you are a businessman or woman. Or you're a student. Whatever class you belong to. You are full of him. You know God did not say that well this is a student. Just give him 40 liters of the spirit. No. He doesn't deserve 100 food. No. As much as you desire and pant for more of him. You will have him. And the reason why he will give himself to you in that fullness. Is because he wants to be glorified. On the earth. He wants you empowered so much. That you can carry out the kingdom responsibilities on the earth. Now let's let's to this on time. Your career is his responsibility. Is, not his, is it not his responsibility? Or your career is without God? You know you can't live your life without God. And your career is without God. You know you can't live. I mean you can't live your life in God. And your career is without God. You can't live your life in God and your marriage is without God. Everything that is yours also belongs to God. Are you getting what I'm saying? So there are certain things you can't handle on your own. There are certain things that you don't know in the future that is going to happen. So God goes ahead into that future and fix those things on your behalf. Are you getting what I'm saying? Good. Now listen to this. It's very important. So you are empowered to seek God and to do his will. Only on the earth. His will is to reap the harvest of the world within. Now let me give you some, some example. Let's start with Jesus himself. You know. Jesus came demonstrating partnership. When he came. And then. Right from. The time his birth was being prophesied. Already God prophesied in the book of Isaiah. That there will be an announcer. Do you remember? There will be an announcer. We call him forerunner. Are you getting what I'm saying? In the person of John the Baptist. That's partnership. That the arrival of Jesus Christ. Will be announced by John the Baptist. Now listen to this. This is very important. Don't miss this. That Jesus will not just. Appear on the scene. Without somebody announcing his arrival. And that announcement of his arrival. Is somebody else earthly ministry. Just that, you know, this is the Lord, the Lamb already slain before the foundation of the world. Somebody is coming after me. I can't even lose his, his thunder. He's so great. He started declaring and proclaiming, those, and that was his own ministry. And that is why when Jesus came on the sea and the heaven opened, he was baptized by him. I mean, he came to initiate Jesus in the order of prophets. Because he was the last prophet. Do you remember? And Bible says he's the greatest of all prophets. Why? Because he's the last. He's the one that brought the Savior into that lineage. So, now, um, you know, when he did that, I want you to take note of this. He rounded up his ministry. Then he now started prophesying to the king. The king said, ah. John the Baptist, you have a problem. They locked him up. He has finished his assignment. Once you finish your assignment, just ask God to take you. Amen? Amen. You can be in prison. Because you can start saying, because you must prophesy. That's what you are wired to do. Do you get what I'm saying? And once you finish prophesying the right order, just go to heaven. You can imagine, after Jesus Christ resurrected, he's still living in Jericho. Doing what? No, what else again? You know, you could have just stayed back. Before you know it, you just see Jesus Christ getting married to one babe. Before you know, he's having. As you get, I'm saying, all the records will be wiped. He said, "Guys, he started ascending because he can't stay one moment next again." He said, "The Spirit will come on you, then you continue with the ministry." But you see, when Jesus, John the Baptist finished his assignment, he was still on the head. Well, it wasn't his fault because if we say God should have taken him, God wanted us to learn a lesson. He prophesied to the king, his head was cut off. You know the story. For you to know powerful a civil king or a democratic president can be, military president, anybody. The Bible says they bear the sword, not in vain. No wonder Paul says, when you are prophesying, prophesy with appropriate proportion. Praise God. <laughs> go, you know there are people that are sent to, to kings to prophesy to nations. In the scripture they said all kinds of bad, bad things to kings. The kings could not handle them. One of them is Elijah. Do you remember? King met him and said, ah! You are the one that has been suffering. He said, you are your grandfather. Your, that's prophet. He was sent to the nation. This one was supposed to announce the arrival and once Jesus Christ has arrived, that's the end of the ministry. Praise God. So, partnership is ministry. Partnership is calling. Partnership is God's divine purpose. What is the place of your career in advancing the kingdom? That's where I'm going. What is your family doing to advance the kingdom? You can ask ask yourself. That determines the choice of your marriage. Marital partner. If I marry this person, will I continue to be relevant to the kingdom purpose? Or this person is going to drag me into the mud. Or takes me away from the things of the kingdom. If you hear that, can you see I hear? hear. That's very important. If I take this job, will I still be advancing the cause of the kingdom? I'm just taking it for my selfish interest. So the kingdom interest must come first. Having the kingdom interest as a priority in your heart... Is partnership. Are you getting what I'm saying? If I relocate now, even if you are thinking of your own economic empowerment and greener pasture, will I still be relevant? And still be, you had somebody sharing testimony from probably United States or something, say, a member of so, so, so. I'm, I mean, you understand? If, if some people get out of that gate and then they are not member again, praise God. But somebody has gone and is uh, committed to this cause. Some of them still send money. Some of them still pray. Some of them still join all the things we do online. That is part, they know that this is, this is a personal calling that, uh, you know, is general mandate, but they personalized it. If I'm relocating, will it still be relevant to the advancement of the kingdom of God? Why do you think I'm here? Do you th- is it only you that know how to relocate? Praise God. <laughs> like they say, is it your relocation? Everybody has his own relocation. Amen. I will have left since 2012, 13, 15. I will have left. After getting enough money in oil and gas company, I will have left. Well, I could have been killed, I mean, and I could have blown, anything could have happened. But I thank God because I remain irrelevant in the course of the kingdom. Are you getting what I'm saying? What matters while you are on earth is the kingdom. Look at your neighbor say it's the kingdom. kingdom. Now, so your partnership is very important. It's very important. Even if you are not a steward yet, are you praying with us? Are you inviting people? Are you winning souls? Are you actively involved in the cause of the kingdom? Actively involved. So, when you are now told that you are a leader, your partnership has been elevated, more responsibilities have been added. Are you getting what I'm saying? You don't see it like, oh, this, this is too overwhelming, you know, I, I don't have time, I, I don't, I mean, I'm, you understand. You should see it like, this, has, this is a privilege. There are people that are not saved. There are people that are not, that are saved, but their lifestyle is off the course of the kingdom. The Bible says we should pray for those kind of people to be restored. So you are now, you know, be a steward. It's a, a privilege. Be a, be a, um, an eye force, an intercessory force member. It's a privilege. Be a leader. It's a privilege. I count this as a privilege. I don't need billions if I am doing what God has given me as a privilege to do. I'm satisfied. This is a temporary life we are living. There is eternity in view. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes, sir. I won't go after billions and miss divine mandate, divine purpose. Is billions not important? They're important. For information. <laughs> I told God when I was when I was to decline all and gas job. I said, God, God, what's gonna happen? He said your your, he said, your guys will build corporations. And I'm satisfied. I answered straight. Praise God. I waited to hear. He Say your guys will build corporations. If you have businesses and you have companies here, and you are getting some rewards, or getting some returns, those ones are just um, preliminaries. Are you getting what I'm saying? I want you to think so big, as in so big, he said, your sons and daughters will build corporations. Nothing will ever be difficult for your hands to build, for your minds to build. In the name of Jesus! You know, the funniest thing is, you don't even need to have everything to build in yourself. God will raise foreigners to build your walls. God will raise even sons and daughters in business to build your walls. Can you say it better amen? Amen! LSLPC is going to be great. I'd like you to be there. There are certain things I want to show you that are beyond just... Look, even your responsibility in, in our society should be partnership with God. Are, are you getting what I'm saying? Don't hold your 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 estate association. It's partnership with God. Association fee. Praise God. (laughs) Just be responsible everywhere because there's no way you're going to preach the gospel. They must see the light in you. Praise the Lord. Some are crook in the world and they are saint in the church. Balance it. Be saint in the church. Be saint in the world. Is that clear? Good. So Jesus and his disciples. Look at John chapter 21 verse 15 to 20. Let me just be fast right now. He said, when he had come, Jesus said to Simon Peter, and then just be getting it straight. And let's use NKJV. Thank you. So when they had had breakfast, eating breakfast, you remember what happened there? They went fishing and Jesus called them back. Jesus said to Simon, he said, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me more than this? So what is it, this? More than fish more than fishing fish. Are you getting what I'm saying? Is your love for me more than your revenue? You know, so there are people that love revenue. <laughs> that God is not even part of the... <laughs> He's not part of the physical equation at all. So what's the return? What is the need for me? So what did we get last month? Please, strategy session. We need to hop our game. We need to increase... I mean, they are so strategic. They are always brainstorming. They are always plotting this, plotting that. God is not against that. But he says that your love for him must be forced. Is that clear? Do you love me more than this? More than fishing fish. Now look at it. He said, he said to him, yes, Lord. Now don't forget, he told him before, when he first met him, that you shall be fishers of men. So he shouldn't have gone back to fishing. So he said, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. He has started again. He says to him, feed my lambs, not fish the fish. Do you see the difference? So what he first told him, he said, you shall be fishers of men. He's feeding my lambs. Next verse. You will know that Peter has now learned some lessons. So he's careful. So he said to him again the second time, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me? He says to him, "Yes, Lord, you know that I love you." He says to him, "Tend my sheep, verse. He says to him the third time, "Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me?" Peter was grieved <laughs> the third time because he knows that Ah, <coughs> Jesus, <coughs> you have started again. Because he says to him the third time, "Do you love me?" And he says to him, "Lord, you know all things." <laughs> Now I have learnt my lessons. You know all things. You know that I love you. Jesus said to him, "Feed my sheep." Next verse. Most assuredly I said to you, when you were younger, you guided yourself and walked where you wish. But when you are old, you will stretch out your hands, and another will guide you and carry you where you no know, no no where you do not wish. Praise God. He <laughs> don't carry where I don't know. it's in the Bible. Praise God. <laughs> Say, when you are old, somebody will carry you to where you do not wish. It's in the Bible. Next verse, <laughs> But that woman was young. This he spoke, signifying what death. By what death you will glorify God. By what death he will glorify God. Partnership is dying to certain things. For God to so be glorified. Look at it. Say, and when he had spoken this, he said to him, follow him. Follow me. So you can see it's partnership. Peter loved fish. Fishing fish. He loved businesses. But well, God says, you should love him more than it. Are you getting what I'm saying? It's not against you liking or loving your career, but he wants you to love him more than your career. I like to make money. I like to do business. I think a lot. I can strategize a lot. I know what I can supply in Lagos. That will be a little bit universal. That will make a lot of money. But preaching the gospel is loving God more than that. Is that clear? Being on the oil rig is not a sin. But preaching the gospel is loving God more than that. So when you see opportunities, think of the kingdom. Is that clear? Is this opportunity going to advance the cause of the kingdom? Think of the kingdom first. Don't just jump on opportunities. For devil will distract you with opportunities. Be careful. A child of God must be spiritual. Now, in Luke chapter 9, verse 1 to 3, he sent some people out. Quickly, just look at that. He called the 12 disciples together and gave them power and authority over all demons and to cure diseases. Look at it. He sent them to preach the gospel of the kingdom and to heal the sick. What he was doing, he now started engaging the disciples. Partnership. Look at the next verse. And he says to them, take nothing for the journey. Hey, this is partnership. Take nothing for the journey. You don't tell women this kind of thing. They have so many things to take for the journey. Praise the Lord. How many of you know what I'm talking about? This is not to shade women. This is just, I'm just, we're just being factual. Sometimes you are the one going on the journey. They are more conscious of the journey than you. Except if you are single. Praise God. They could have even been arranging your load for the journey three, four, five days before you go for the journey. Thank God for women in our life. Amen. Amen. How many of you are glad for that? Men should be more glad about that. Glory to God. Can we put our hands for the women? Can we put our hands for the women? Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. And you know what they do is to put things together for the journey. But the says take nothing. This is very powerful. Hmm? Is it powerful? Bible says, take nothing. Is that all the Bible says? Some of you are going to your village during the December now. They've started. No, I'm not saying take nothing. Take something, please. So, but he says when he sent them out, he said take nothing. You know, after God moved a minister of God to tell me that if you go to Shell, in his church, I don't know him. I've never met him. I just went there the second time. You know the way you feel like among the garden of holy people when you are going there as a second timer? You are still not, do you get know what I'm saying? You are just on your own. I went there with a friend. And then the man started prophesying. He wasn't worried there. He said, this man, you are a pastor, come here. God has revealed to me that if you like, go to Shell, go to Sheffield. Everything that I was planning, everything that was in my mind, all the opportunities I had, that time, the man canceled it with a prophecy. A powerful prophecy. Prophecy that can cancel ambition. It's those kind of prophecies that have the power to bet vision. That morning I was tired, I was exhausted. I, I came into the service, and God spoke to me as I came into the service. Overwhelmed. He said, don't look for what is not lost. And I wrote it down. God just told me, don't look for what is not lost. And I got into the... Pa, 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 pa. The man always have Tuesday service, and inside for Tuesday service, there were special angels that come around to minister to people, because it was more or less like prophetic service. He, he doesn't really preach that Tuesday morning. we just preach a bit. But Sunday morning, he comes to teach, because he's also a teacher. And preach. But here he came. He couldn't preach. Because he, cited me. he saw that thing. And started declaring. For 30 minutes. His church was lost. We are talking. The Holy Spirit used his service. To put the final nail. On the coffin of distraction. Oh boy. I wanted to make money. After I now agree with God. That I will go. I said. But God. I need to so raise 50 million. He said, now you go and give it to I, I was him, It was him he mentioned. I'm not raising money again, Holy Spirit. <laughs> Do you know, as I say, I'm not raising money again, I will answer you. He still rebooked me. So does that mean that if you have anything and I tell you to go and give it, you won't give it? Ah, I, I say, I'm sorry, Holy Spirit. You know, have you ever been in conversation with God that whatever you say can be held against you? Yes. <laughs> in the court of God. <laughs> and I came to Ife. I came to meet students. I had nothing, they had nothing. or oh, you have something? You had something? But now you have something. Glory to God. <laughs> oh, glory to God. Because God will never keep you in nothing. Especially when you follow his vision. When you follow his vision. House is cheap to have. See, don't let anybody distract you that you have to walk tirelessly and kill yourself before you get a house. Don't let, see, there's nothing in acquiring cars. That's the truth. The material things of this world, answer to those who follow his heavenly agenda. It might not happen immediately, but as you follow, those things comply. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and every, every, uh, and his righteousness, everything that others. I remember, like a man of God, said, everything that others are dying to get will be added to you without stress. Seek it first the kingdom of God has partnership. Seek to the expansion of it. Be conscious about it. Push the kingdom. Support the kingdom. Are you getting what I'm saying? Proclaim the world. Be there in season and out of season. Don't be tired doing it. Don't be weary doing it. Carry it out. Decide that you will spend the rest of your life for the kingdom. And he says, every other thing that others are dying to get, or every other thing of this world that you are thinking about, that you are anxious about, that you are disturbed about, will be had Some people, because of their job, can't be relevant, can be committed. I'm not even saying that you have to be physically there, because some jobs might take you off church sometimes, but your heart must be there. Some people, it's an opportunity for them not to give any offering. Anytime they are not in church, they are not giving any offering. When they're online, they are online, there's no offering. When they hear about the kingdom project, they don't bother themselves. Some people just need to be reminded. Some people just need to be coerced. There's no coercion when it comes to partnership. You can't be coerced to do the will of God. The spirit must tear your heart. Let me show you in the Bible. Look at what the Bible says. When it, I, I will get there. Let's, let's just be quick. Let's now run. Because time is gone. He said, not to take nothing for his journey, neither staff, nor bag, nor bread, nor money. It was specific. It was when So when I said, well, I want to raise 50 million, he said, We're sending you a message. We well, want to raise 50 million for what? You don't go back to your school to go and be, I mean, Buga. No, that's not the ministry. That's not the ministry. You want people to respect you because of the kind of drive car you drive, because you now set a protocol around yourself, you now become an, an executive. Do you understand? Whereas God was sending me to start in the lecture theater. No, where else do you want to start? When you are going with nothing but God, praise God. And the people you meet in lecture theater too, they came with nothing. Or you had something. Those people in that lecture theater, some of them are still here today, praise God. And some of you that didn't meet us in lecture theater, you are hearing this story now. And then we will still leave this level. Glory to God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Very soon we start talking about hymn. Because we have now moved into harvest in. Amen. Amen. <laughs> yeah. Academy God says your study is over. You continue to study but academy. here. We move to harvest in. Amen. Look at your neighbor. Say we are moving say we are transitioning we can't remain on these spots say god is for us god is never stagnated god cannot be stopped say we are unstoppable say i am unstoppable are you are you bored about that yes sir look forget your present conditions things are hard in the country it is everywhere hmm. It's a temporary thing, especially for those who are believers. Don't holla ah. like somebody shared a testimony. Say, Pastor, I thought it was a joke. We just went there, and then like more than sixty percent. Ah, it looks like it's not real until it is real. Amen. Amen. Uh-huh. Some people say when they see a light, it's still not real. They send something. They just share maybe a small offering or something. Or they just send something to somebody. Ah. Uh -uh. It's looking real. Sent another one. Uh -uh. You know when you remove two thousand from ten million, it's no more ten million. If you are here, can you say Amen? Amen. In Luke chapter ten, he also sent the seventy. In Luke chapter nine, he sent the twelve. In Luke chapter 10, he sent it to 70. Now, this is very important. Listen to this. And then, he told them not to take anything. Don't handle anything. Don't do anything. Don't... He gave them all those instructions. Every house you enter, you know, just declare, you know, and then give them your peace. Whatever they serve you in that house, he said, sit down there and eat it. Bless them. He told them not to take anything. Go to chapter 22, verse 35. I think I'm correct. Chapter 22, verse 35. Everybody read this together. Everybody. One, two, three, go. Louder. Ah, no. Everybody can read. Okay, you can read. One, two, three, together. Everybody. Yes? Yes? You can't partner with God and lack. See, even if you have been obeying God's instruction, and there is a measure of lack in your life, I want you to examine yourself very well. It's God we are talking about. It's God we are talking about. You might not have everything in abundance like that, but you always see a supply. Do you understand? That will keep you going. That will be cushioning the effects of your process. Are you getting up? Even when you're in process, God supplies. How many of you know that? Why they were in wilderness, God gave them quails, He gave them manna, He gave them water, He gave them light in the night, He gave them warmth. Do you understand? Why they were in the wilderness, they were not at the Canaan land yet, the promised land, but He was keeping them warm, He was giving them supply, He was protecting them from the beast, He was guiding them, He was helping them to win wars. Do you remember what I'm talking about? So even if you're in process, there's God supply in process. Somebody say, I believe. believe. See, I receive God's blessings in the name of Jesus. In Mark chapter 16. Let me begin to round up. Ooh, I like what I share. There's so much I want to share with you at um, at, uh, the LSPC. And this is going to help you because there's a consciousness with which you must be operating. It will help you. It will help your business. Whenever there is a drought, you say, where is the Lord God of heaven? And God tells you what to do so that you will not be part of the droughts. Alright? Economic droughts. <laughs> he tells you what to do. Mark chapter 16, I want to read from verse 15. Look at what he told the disciples. And he said to them, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. This is partnership. I am not going into all the world again. You are the one going into all the world. And look at what he says. He said, all the world. All the mountains in the world. There is mountain of art and entertainment. Praise God. There's mountain of education. What other mountains do we have? Mountain of politics, media, marriage, health. Yes, policies, politics, governments. That's government. Heart and entertainment, education. He said you function in those areas. If you check where your career aligns, it belongs to a mountain. Are you getting what I'm saying? And God wants us to take that mountain. So look at what I said. Go into all the world and do what. And preach the gospel. So let your contribution in that word preach the gospel. And he said preach the gospel to every word. It's not every human being. Every creature. Every creature. Can you see every creature there? Every creature. Every creature. Can you see it? Yes. Good. So you, you preach to your accounts. Every creature. You preach to your boss. Human being. You preach to your career. You preach to that mountain. You take the mountain for God. I hope that is clear. Good. So It takes, takes every You know, there are things I have here that are so fantastic. That are so, I mean, they are wonderful stuff. You remember God and Abraham. Do you remember? Shall I hide anything from, my, from Abraham? For I know him. Genesis chapter 18, verse 16 to 19. Genesis chapter 18, verse 16 to 19. The men arose and looked towards Sodom. And Abraham went with them to send them on their way, on the way. And the Lord said, shall I hide from Abraham what I am doing? What I am doing as from today. Whatever God is doing, we have a special revelation of it in Jesus' name. Amen. Especially in that your area, in that your field. What I am doing, shall I hide from Abraham? So that means God hides things from some people. Next verse. And he says, since Abraham shall surely become a great and mighty nation, and all the nations of the earth shall be blessed in him. You see that? Connect it with prophecy. For I have known him, you see that, in order that he may command his children and his household after me, you see that, after him, that they keep the way of the Lord to do righteousness and justice, this is loaded, that the Lord may bring to Abraham what he has spoken to him. So that means there are things that he has spoken to Abraham that will not even happen in his days. It will happen in his children's, children's days. You see that? Partnership. And then God began to tell him about what he was going to do with Sodom and Gomorrah. You know the response of Abraham? Intercession. Do you remember? Intercession. Let me show you one that is very critical. Exodus chapter 17 verse 10. Exodus. This is God working with Moses, Joshua, Heron and hor Look at what happened. So Joshua, Joshua did as Moses said to him and fought with Amalekai. Who said to him to go and fight? Who said to him to go and fight? What happened? Who said to him to go and fight? I hope you can see it. Uh, Joshua did as Moses said to him and fought with what? Please, when I tell you what to do, do it. I hope that is clear. Just do it. That is partnership. God didn't have to tell Moses. God didn't have to tell Joshua. Joshua, are you hearing? You know God didn't have to tell Joshua. God did not tell me. I did not hear God. You can't hear God. It's me, you hear. Eh? Listen, I will speak to you. I'll tell you what to do. Joshua did. Now look at what happened. And fought with Amalekite or Amalek and Moses, listen, Aaron and Hall. Went up to the top of the hill. They were more elderly. You know Joshua was much more younger. Went to the top of the hill. Look at what happened verse 11. And so it was when Moses held up his hand. That Israel prevailed in the battle. And when he laid down his hand. Amalek prevailed. You know what I found out. For every ministry that progress. There are people on the mountain. Holding up the banner. In the spirit. Praying. That's why when Bible says where two or three are gathered. This is what you see. Aaron. Moses. And Hall. But you see on this mountain. It was only Moses that had his hand held. Did you see that? It was only Moses. Next verse. Let's read this together. One, two, three, go. But Moses' hands became heavy. So they took a stone. And put it under him. And he sat. Who took stone? Let's continue. Yes? And Aaron and all supported his... So they did not just take a stone. They also did what? Supported his hands. Yes? One on one... Look, let me... There is no denomination where it's only the lead pastor that is driving things. Did you hear what I said? You can be an apostle. You can be an apostle. There are people who don't bear any title who are holding your hands. See, you need to... Personally design this kind of people. It's not everybody that is ready to hold any hands. They are just ready to take the spoil of war. They are not even fighting in any battle. It's when you have fought and won. And you want to share the spoil. That they will show up. Praise God. Uh, You know there are people who are fighting the battle. Those who are on the field. Executing the agenda. For they have taken the order. From the man of God. But there are people. Like intercessory force. There are are called people. Oh, we hold the hand of the man of God. Pray night and day. Even in your own business, you must have some friends. That when things get so tough, you can put one and two together. And send them information. And by 11 p.m. after working hours, you can pray in the Holy Ghost together. You must hold your hands to keep the company running. And your employees must obey what you tell them. It's easier in the business world. You don't obey, you are fired. Because other people are ready to take your walk. But in church, you don't fire people. That's what some people have been enjoying. I will have fired them since. See if it's a company. Praise God. Somebody say, God, have mercy. Yes. I tell you what to do. You don't do it. You are not like Joshua. You are not a partner. And if you stay longer in that situation, the devil will now begin to use you against us. That's what happens. So they took stone. They held his hands. One on one side and the other on the other side. And his hands were steady until the going down of the sun. Was it the fault of Moses that his hand was heavy? I need two people. Pastors come. You see, what Bible was describing here is that for some of you to be successful in life is not only going to happen by my spiritual stand alone. Are you getting what I'm saying? There must be some people among you. I'm just using them as an example. It's the duties of pastors, all right, to hold my hands in prayer. It's also some of you duties. Some of you have that that ministerial assignment to take on intercessory work. You don't have to be seen on the pulpit. So it's not my fault that my hands become so weak. Sometimes my health can be weak. Ah, you don't get You see, it's in Africa that pastors are everything. It's in Africa that pastors are perfect. In communion, it's not like that. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes, sir. When I'm feeling like Jujumizing, I, I, I even tell people around me that, ah, pray. If you don't understand that, we God give you the understanding. You know, it's in Africa that. Pa- And the funniest thing is that you that you are really like this, they tend to not take you for granted. They become familiar. And the oil flowing will now not be reaching somebody who is familiar. And so those African pastors know what they are doing. Some of you will not really respect the grace on a man of God until you see mobile police with him. That's Africa. If you don't see four or five cars coming together at once and there are kinds of cars that must come together at once, the grace is not with the pastor. Some of you, should, if you were in the days of John the Baptist, you will miss the grace of God. You know John the Baptist? You cannot use his kind of ministry to pray that God should call you. He was eating locusts. He was, he was an honey. He was using one belt. Now, if you see the way he looked, he represented the masses. Now, I kept these ends up so that you can win. In your, in your mountains. But this ends is now becoming what? Worry. The fall of any man of God in any denomination is the irresponsibilities of the people in that denomination. You are only after what you want to get. You are not after the ministry. The core of the work in that in that place. Are you getting what I'm saying? There is one of you that saw a vision among the leaders. He told me, he said, Pastor, I saw you twice. You got hungry. Ah! I am sure she was careful that you got angry. You got angry. I think you wanted some people to do some things and blah blah. You, do you got angry. He said the way I saw it, it's like something that was bad. I think at some point police came. I said police came. Ah uh, police arrest they do arrest angry. Probably it led to something. But you know there are people that have been sleeping and waking up. They didn't see anything. Their heart has not... I'm not saying you have to see something because now I will not be in trouble. Because all kinds of things that people have been seeing. But whenever the ends are going down, there must be people that will hold the hands. Are you getting what I'm saying? Are you getting what I'm saying? Do you know I'm practically doing nothing for them to be holding this hand? The ministry becomes easier because they are holding these hands. Some of these people that are holding hands, not just only in prayer. This is partnership, also with finances, also with finances. That pastor, this one that you travel and then you have to fix your car two times before you get to where you are going. The anointing will have been running dry before you get there. We want to. Are you get what I'm saying? Holding hands. These ones that you know, you just go into one house. There's one hotel that is prepared. Holding hands pastor we want you to go and rest you have been laboring too much, we are passive, you need rest we are detaining you in one hotel somewhere, somewhere in my days not island <laughs> partnership, are you getting what I am saying and then some people on their knee you don't have to have everything even if you don't have money, have prayer mm-hmm. eh? look at your neighbor Say ah, say have something say this end must be held yes, so, that so that all of us can win is that clear the way they hold it, you realize that they are doing much of the work. The burden is already shared. Did you get this? For that man of God's ends must be held up so that everybody can win. We can win collectively, individually we can win. So that you understand it. Praise the Lord. And until we win, the hand must not drop. Uh, look at this now. Look at it. It says, and Aaron and all supported his hands, one on one side and the other, and all other on the other side. And his hands were steady. So, the, the, when a man of God's hand become unsteady, there are people in that congregation that have been saddled with the responsibility of holding their hands that are not responsible. Look at it, it says, and the other on the other side, and the hands were steady until the going down of the sun. Yes, next verse. Look at that. So Joshua defeated Amalek. Bible didn't even say Moses defeated Amalek. who defeated Amalek. Joshua. But without Moses and Aaron and all and those people, would Joshua defeated Amalek? No. We they are saying, you know, those um, 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 movie poster, they will put actor. Abby. We they not put actor? But Bible is saying that there are people behind the actor. When you are acting in your business and you are winning. Aaron. Or oh, Amosis Partnership. I hope that is clear. When Jesus says without me you can do nothing. If I am in the place of Christ. It looks more like you cannot even get into level of prosperity. Without the prayers and the blessings of your man of God. Are you getting what I am saying? So look at it. it Said Those who have defeated Amalek and his people with the edge of the sword. But when his hand was weary, they were losing. Do you understand now? Rise up before they send us out. Now, if I say start sinking, I say wonder. That's that's where (laughs) you're Look at your neighbor. Say, Glory to God. Say, I'm not going to remain on this spot. Say, I'm in partnership with God. You are not saying it with gladness. You are not glad. You are not saying it with an attitude of praise are you getting what i'm saying i want you to say with an attitude of praise say it with gladness say it with joy say my life is blessed say i seek the kingdom talk to someone say i seek the kingdom and his righteousness say i'm a kingdom partner say i partner with my prayers i partner with my service with my stewardship with my participation with my resources I am, I am blessed say I am lifted I make I make I'm a great nation a great. say Lord I say I'm a, I'm a great nation I pray for to the left I pray for to the right in the name of Jesus I'm say I'm full of glory. glory I am full of blessing, blessing. say I am excellent I'm, I'm, full I'm full of glory say the kids, I'm excellent, I'm, excellent. I'm, full I'm full of glory say before the end of the year I am testifying. Glory, glory to God. Can you rejoice and give him praise? Glory, 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 glory. Praise the Lord. Can you lift up your hands as I pray for you? Father, we thank you. We give you praise. We worship you. We well, bless your holy name. Lord, this week, let saviors be raised. He said there will be saviors in Zion. Those are partners. Everyone here, you are counted worthy as saviors. If you have been saved, you are ordained saviors of men in Jesus' name. Men and women that have been in political mess, lift up your hands. Men and women that have been in economic mess... Men and women have been in academic mess. Men and women have been in all kinds of mess. I speak. You are rising as their saviors. In the name of Jesus. Everyone is ordained a partner. Everyone is ordained a reckless giver. Everyone is ordained a reckless kingdom partner. In the name of Jesus. We are sold out kalabadi kosanta para kataliya we are so now alani kosanta liate pata kalabadi kache ko bryate kalikate haramba taka shadakati ya lekata kelababa le baba kashaguriata gala you know i see us expanding and growing kera makalikate borakata we are so Maya le ali makade boko santaliata